Welcome back to another edition of the Main Event Heat Podcast. I am your host, Rob Weathers. And I've been talking on the show a little bit about how I was going to be involved in Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise, but I was very secretive about exactly what I was going to be doing on that show. Well, the show just happened, and here we are, January 17th. I'm finally going to talk about it. I was booked to play the puppet counterpart of Zicky Dice, Zick Dicey. We're going to talk a little bit about how that came along, talk a little bit about preparing for such a role, and we're going to talk about all of the experiences that I had from this last weekend. And it's it's been a very long weekend. I'm recording right now on Sunday, and I uh, j- hopefully just wrapped up the weekend. Uh, it's, it's like 2.30 in the afternoon right now as I'm recording. I'm trying to get through this as quick as I can because Jonathan Gresham's Terminus show comes on in a couple of hours, and I, I really want to watch it. So let's try to plow through all this as fast as we can, all right, guys? So Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise, for those of you that are not aware of what that show actually was, this is a collaboration between Zicky Dice and Twitch to put on the first ever Twitch-sponsored wrestling show. Twitch has kind of dipped their toes in the wrestling water before. They had a deal with Impact for a little while. They had, uh, I think every once in a while, they'll stream uh, AAA shows. I think Triple Mania, they'll they'll stream on Twitch. But they've never had their actual own show before. Zicky has been a pretty big part of the Twitch platform for the last year and a half, two years or so. So this was a huge opportunity for both of them to get wrestling more exposure on that platform. And for Zicky to once again show the world just how creative he is. And he is, he's a very creative guy. I heard about the show originally Zicky told me about this back in May of last year that he wanted to do this. At that time it was all just an idea. A few months after that the idea finally comes to fruition. Twitch agrees to finally do it. I find out about it in October and I was pushing to get put on this show. I was like dude hey you need a commentator. I am the self-proclaimed best color commentator in the state of Georgia. You should book me. And uh, I was very unsuccessful in my attempts. So I told him, I said, you know what, man, I'm, I'm going to bust your balls about this. You know that, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to grind your fucking ass on Twitter trying to get booked on this show. And he welcomed it. He said, dude, do what you've got to do. So I talked a little bit about this a couple of months ago on the show. I have a character in Zicky Dice's Twitch community known as Outrageous Ricky Slice. So I started a campaign that was hashtag book Ricky Slice. I recorded two videos. I had two videos in the cam. I put one of them out. The Sunday after Thanksgiving, literally a day or two later, Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember when it was, after I put out that first book Ricky Slice video, Zicky calls me while I'm at work and he says, hey man, um, I might have a booking for you, but it's not what you're expecting. And I said, I don't expect anything, so tell me what you got. He said, well, the commentary team right now is Johnny LaQuasto and Grand Pooh Bear. Johnny LaQuasto is a guy that I have worked with in championship wrestling from Atlanta. He had a, a little stint in the WWE for a while working on 205 Live and NXT. He was a huge mainstay at play-by-play and championship wrestling from Hollywood. Great guy. I love Johnny. I've put him over on the show before. Got nothing but great things to say about him. Grand Pooh Bear was going to be like the the Twitch personality of the show. He was he was pretty much the guy that came in with the Twitch perspective of, of all of us. Also, to my understanding, a pretty big wrestling fan. They wanted to do a three-man booth. And Zicky had pitched to Twitch, 
look, I've got this puppet, Zick Dicey. What if we put the puppet on commentary? And they said, okay, that sounds like a fun idea. Who do you have in mind to play the puppet? And according to Zicky, <laughs> I was... I was the first person that came to mind. I don't know if that's true or not. Zicky's not in the business of lying to me. At least I hope he's not. But uh, but that's what he said to me. He said, man, you were the first person I thought of. And I was like, I, that's interesting. I've never fucking voiced a puppet in front of you before, so I don't know why you thought of me. But I agreed. I said, I don't care. Let's do it. I, I want everything to do with this show. I looked at it as a huge opportunity. This would be the first live stream that I've ever done as far as wrestling commentary goes. All of the Lariato stuff is to tape. It doesn't get put on Impact Plus till fucking sometimes several months later. They still haven't put up the most recent episode that we recorded in November. But this was going to be my first time doing commentary for a live audience in the in the world. So I, I said, absolutely. I'll, we'll figure this out. I said, but, you know, I've got this book Ricky Slice thing going. I've already got a couple of videos in the can. Is it all right if I keep doing that? Like, and we just pretend that this conversation never happened. He said, fuck yeah, let's do it. So we did it for a few weeks and I think we get to about middle of December and I was like, Hey, I'm killing the hashtag because I was, it was too much work. I was tired of making the videos and you know, I, I, I hated the little Twitter feud that me and him had. We were talking a lot of really mean shit to each other on Twitter. He said some stuff that I was like, fuck brother, you know, it's a work, right? Like we were, we were letting each other have it on Twitter. But so I had the idea in like the middle of December and I told him, I was like, Hey man, I'm just going to tell people I'm on the show, but I'm not going to tell them what I'm doing. And he signed off on it. He said, yeah, man, go, go for it. So I had been teasing for about the last week or so, what I was going to be doing. I've been taking a lot of pictures and posting them on my social media with like the puppet's foot in the background or the puppet's hand on my shoulder, shit like that. And then finally, this past Friday, I posted a video. You can find this on my Twitter, Instagram, at Sweet Sexy Rob. You can also find it on the Main Event Heat YouTube channel. But I posted a video where, where Zick Dicey calls me and asks me to basically be his handler for the show. And that's how we made the announcement. So I'm, I'm really excited about this, but it was a lot of work. You know, I, I've never fucking worked a puppet before. So that whole having to, having to time up your, your actual words to your hand is a little bit tougher than it seems, at least for me. I might just be stupid, but for me, it was a lot of work trying to figure that part out. And then get a voice. I had a couple of different voices that I was messing with, and I eventually just settled on my Enzo impression. That's pretty much... <laughs> the voice of Zig Dicey is my impression of Enzo mixed with a little bit of Andrew Dice Clay and mixed with a little bit of the, the drinking out of cups gecko. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the drinking out of cups video on YouTube, but it was a little bit of that, a little bit of Andrew Dice Clay and a, a lot of my, my Enzo Amore impression, which <laughs> more about Enzo later in the episode, but, but yeah, so I, I spent a lot of time working on that, getting everything taken care of. And originally the idea was I was going to be doing this for the entire show. It was going to be the three of us. I was told I would have a hot mic for three hours. So I prepared for that. I prepared for this idea that I'm going to have to be in this character, holding my fucking arm up on this table, mouthing a puppet for three hours. And I put a lot of work into preparing for this. I wrote down so many ridiculous fucking lines that I wanted to use in a lot of these matches that I never got to use because after a while, Twitch kind of stepped in and said that, hey, we're doing this show but we're going to do it our way. So it became less and less about what Ziggy wanted to do and more and more about what Twitch wanted to do. And it's at this moment that I need to put this little disclaimer in the episode. The things that I am about to say are my opinions. 
These are the opinions of Rob Weathers and only Rob Weathers. And I say that because I'm going to have some not nice things to say here in a little bit. And I don't want to bury anybody. I, I, and I definitely don't want to drag anyone's names through the mud. So I, I just want to be very clear. What I am about to say is 100% my opinion and my opinion alone. With that being said, like I said, at first it was supposed to be me doing the entire show. Then it became, they want to bring in Twitch streamers to do every other match or whatever. And instead of replacing Grand Pooh Bear, who is a Twitch streamer, they want to replace me. So it would be, I was just going to do a couple of matches. And originally it was, I for sure had to do the main event because there was the the heat between Zick and Zicky. Like, I think Zicky actually wanted to do a thing where he actually, like, came over to the commentary table and came over to the commentary table and slapped the puppet out of my hand or something like that. So I was going to do that, and then I think I was going to do the opening. So the plan was we were going to do a pre-show, then we would go straight into the first match was the Fatal 4-Way match. I would be on commentary for that. Then I'd powder for four matches and then come back for the main event. That was the plan. I was kind of bummed out that I was just going to be doing two matches, but it was two of, in my opinion, you know, the most important matches on the show. You got the opener and the closer. I'm going to be one of the first guys you see. I'm going to be one of the last guys you see. That's cool with me. Let's do it. We're getting, we're getting closer and closer to the, to the day of the show. Earlier this past week, I can't remember what day, Monday or Tuesday, Zicky calls me and he tells me, hey man, um, commentary is not going to be in the building for the show. They're actually going to put you guys in a studio. And I was like, what the fuck? So they said that we had partnered with a company called Skillshot, which here's a fun fact for you guys. I don't know if I've really talked about this much on the show before. My shoot job is I'm a video game tester. I work for a company called High Res Studios. For a long time, Skillshot was basically the esports studio for High Res. Skillshot ran all of our, our esports stuff for Smite and Paladins, Realm Royale, whatever. Recently, Skillshot broke off and became their own thing. And at first I was kind of excited because I didn't know that Skillshot wasn't a part of high res anymore. So I was like, okay, we're driving to Alpharetta. That's no big deal. But then I found out that their new office is actually in Atlanta. So we're driving from Canton, Georgia down to fucking uptown Atlanta through all that bullshit traffic and construction. And it, uh, that part I hated. And then I find out that they're changing everything. Now I'm no longer going to do the main event. And I get to the venue on Friday and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And it said, well, it looks like you're doing the pre-show. You're going to do the opener. You're probably, it looks like on here, you're going to do the battle royal. And you're going to do the post-show. I was like, okay, that's plenty of work still. I'd like to do the main event, but, you know, whatever. We can, we'll make this work. Then comes Friday night. Myself and Johnny LaCuasso have to drive to the studio in Atlanta to do camera checks and mic checks and all that stuff just to make sure that everything looks okay. Got a little bit of a head start on Saturday. Me and Johnny get to the studio, and it was at the studio that I find out I am no longer doing the four-way at the beginning of the show. I am going to do a pre-show, I'm going to do the battle royal, and I'm going to do the post-show. And that irritated the hell out of me because, and it's, you know, I don't like admitting this, but it's, it's very true, and anybody that knows me knows this about me, and it's not a secret. I've got an ego, and for me... I relish at the thought of being a part of the most important moments of the show. And I think that the beginning and end of every show are the most important moments. And they're putting me at this battle royal in the middle of the show. This is the one match that has no stakes. Like the winner wins the fucking fake check 
with a, a million influencer points or whatever, experience bucks, whatever the fuck it was called. But like this match doesn't have any real stakes. The rest of these matches, we had Thunder Rosa versus Taya Valkyrie on the show. We had Effie versus Dalton Castle. Zicky Dice versus Evil Uno. There's fucking dream matches all up and down this fucking thing. And I've got to do the Battle Royal with 20 local guys. No offense to any of those guys. Some of those guys are friends of mine. And I, and I don't want anybody to think that I'm trying to, to, to discredit this match or any of the participants. That's not the case. I'm just irritated because I've planned for all of this other stuff. Like I said earlier, I had notes. I had all these lines because I'm, I'm going to be a fucking puppet. I figure most of what I say is going to be one-liners. I've got all of this work that I've done for every other match on this fucking show, except for this one. And now I find out this is the one that I'm doing. I'm livid. We're at the studio. We're preparing. We're, we're doing our camera checks and everything. We're, we're, we're doing a couple of, of quick scenarios for the show. And basically, they want us to forget everything that we know about wrestling broadcasting. I've been doing this for the last year. You know, I don't have the most experience in the world, but I am on Impact Plus. Like, I know what it's like to shoot a fucking wrestling show. Johnny's been doing this shit for a really long time, over a decade. Like I said, the guy was in the fucking WWE. And they're telling us that basically every instinct that we have, we've got to forget about it. Because we're not going to do that that way. This isn't a wrestling show. This is a Twitch show that there just so happens to be wrestling on. And I'm not going to speak for Johnny here. Uh, if he ever wants to tell his side of the story, that's all for him to tell. I was fucking furious. And by the time we left the studio and I find out that, you know, most of the shit that I was supposed to be doing got cut and we're not allowed to be fucking broadcasters for wrestling. We're supposed to be Twitch streamers. That's what they want. By the time I got home Friday night, I was furious. I told my wife, I was like, I'm not looking forward to this show. I, I kind of want to get it over with. And by Friday night, I actually said, you know, if, if we do wind up doing a part two at this moment in time, if Zicky was to ask me to be a part of part two, I don't know what I tell him. At this moment in time, I'd probably tell him no. We'll have to see what happens on Saturday, but I'd probably tell him no because I was frustrated. These guys had these, they, they wanted to film this like an esports event. I'll give you guys this example. I don't know how much you folks that are listening know about filming wrestling, but 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 try this one on for size. We had three hard cams at this show and one roaming camera at ringside. That is probably the dumbest shit I've ever heard about in my fucking life. Three hard cameras and one roaming camera. Here's another one for you. The four people that were operating those cameras have never shot wrestling before what in the flying fuck we could have just pulled out a fucking phone book for these guys and showed them so many names of people that we could have called to come and film this fucking show for us but no they wanted the fucking esports crew to film the fucking wrestling show and this isn't just some fucking punk ass indie show with a bunch of nobodies Effie versus Dalton Castle, Thunder Rosa versus Taya Valkyrie, Enzo versus John Skyler, and we've got fucking amateurs filming it. And we knew the writing was on the wall. The people that are at that show are going to see some fantastic matches. The people that are at home were lucky if they fucking see anything at all. And not to get ahead of myself, but camera work wasn't great. And as Zick Dicey, I took a shot at the camera work. And I'm not saying that to bury anybody on that team because I don't want to. I, I, I talked to the guy 
that was the ringside cameraman for the show. And he was very open about this was his first show and he was very nervous. I tried to give him some advice and I told him, I said, hey, that first match is a four-way with four very, very fast guys. Try everything that you can to keep what they do in frame. Every match after it will be easier. Once you get to the singles matches, it'll be a lot easier. But I told him straight up, I said, look, brother, that first match, it just isn't going to look good. It isn't because you're going to be struggling to follow these guys. And I was 100% right. And I wasn't trying to be an asshole. I was being realistic. And all of these issues, like that's just that's just the tip of the fucking iceberg with the, the issues that we had with this production team. And a lot of us wrestling guys tried to share our opinions. And I've got this thing where I if I think something's wrong and I think that there's a better way we can do something, I am always very fucking open about it. And that has gotten me in trouble before in the past. And I try my best to not sound off too much during this weekend because my friend's name is all over this. Zicky's face is literally all over this show. And I'm not going to do anything to make him look bad. But there was a point when we were doing the pre-show. The pre-show's 15 minutes. They're going through 10 minutes of stuff that they want to do with Johnny and Pooh Bear. And my name isn't even mentioned. I'm just sitting there watching the director go over all this with Johnny. And at one point I go, am I fucking invisible or what? Like, what am I, what am I doing right now? I was frustrated. And I made that point very clear. I'm like, I'm like, for fuck's sake, like the idea was this is supposed to be Johnny, Pooh Bear, and me. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? What is going on in your head? I was furious coming out of Friday. Then we get to Saturday. And, you know, I, I, when I woke up that morning, I wasn't very excited to go to work. And that's not a feeling I've ever felt about wrestling. I, I was not excited to go to work at all. Get out of bed, get dressed, make my way to the venue, talk to a lot of people. Uh, you know, I got to hang out with Medusa a good bit this weekend. I actually picked her up to go to the venue on Friday and uh, had a lot of great time hanging out with Medusa. If you ever get the chance, she's cool as fuck. Go check her out on Twitch. She's got a, she's got a great channel over there. But, uh, you know, I've got a lot of friends on the show. John Schuyler is out on this show. Obviously, me and him, you know, he, I've, I've probably worked with John more than I have any other wrestler in this, in this industry in the last year. You know, get a couple of hours at the venue to hang out and talk to some folks. Johnny gets there. Me and him powder our way down to Atlanta to the studio. Once we get in, we get everything set up. We get Pooh Bear on the call, which I, I want to go ahead and bring that up too. Me, Johnny, and Medusa are the only people that are going to be on commentary that are actually at the studio. Everybody else is coming in from home. For the Twitch guys, they love that shit because it just makes it look more like a Twitch stream. For the wrestling guys, we hate that shit because when you're a commentator, it's way fucking easier to do your job when the guy you're talking to is sitting right next to you. But whatever, I digress. We get going. Get to talk with Grand Pooh Bear a little bit. He's going to be kind of driving the show. I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. When I found out that he was driving the show and not Johnny LaQuasto, I got very upset about that. Once again, this is supposed to be a wrestling show, isn't it? We've got a guy sitting right next to me with a shitload of wrestling experience who can do this without any help. And then instead, you want to use the Twitch streamer who's never ran a wrestling show in his life that you're going to have to feed directions to the entire time. We don't know how well he's going to do, but that's what you want to go with, even though I've got a sure thing right here next to me in the studio. I was very skeptical about that move. And to Pooh Bear's credit, I think even he was too. I think he understood that he was being forced to bite more than he even thought he could chew. But to his credit, I think that he did a damn solid job 
And I actually, I DM'd him after the show and, and let him know that I had a good time working with him. I think, you know, if wrestling on Twitch becomes a regular thing, I think that this guy could, could get a regular gig doing this stuff. I, I think he did a very solid job considering everything. But we got to establish the dynamic a little bit. We we started doing some some mock filming, and then the the pre-show started, and I decided, you know what, I'm just rolling. I was so aggravated going into the day, and I'm watching Johnny, and Johnny's Johnny's a fucking machine. This dude plans almost every move that he's gonna make in advance, and I'm watching him just just rehearse some of his opening lines out loud and. I'm sitting there a few feet away from him, silent, not even working with the puppet, nothing. And I'm not even thinking about what I'm going to say. I'm just telling myself what I know I want to do. And what I wanted to do was start shit. Honestly, I kind of wanted to piss Twitch off. There was a few lines throughout the show that I threw out where the purpose was to piss Twitch off because I was upset and I wanted them to be upset at me. And it, I don't want to say it backfired, but they, they fucking loved it. Like I had coming out of the show, I had fucking rave reviews, which blew my mind because I was taking some not so blanketed shots at the production during my fucking segments. Whenever they brought me on to do the battle Royal, I made a comment about how, you know, whenever Zicky booked me for the show, he asked if I wanted to do commentary or if I wanted to work the hard cam watching the show. I'm starting to think I should have took the hard cam, but yeah, I guess hanging out with you guys is okay. That's 100% a shot at the production team because they hired the wrong people to film this fucking show. And the, the, it didn't look good. It objectively did wasn't look, especially after that first match. They missed a lot of spots, and, and I'm watching it just fuming pissed. And I had a lot of those sprinkled on throughout the show. I'm gonna make, I was like, I'm going to make sex jokes. I'm going to make drug jokes. I'm going to do whatever I can to get that director in my ear to ask me to stop. That's what I want to do. That never came. Every sentence that came out of my mouth, I can hear the people in the production room across the hall laughing their fucking asses off. And there's a part of me that wants to say, well, fuck, it didn't work the way that I wanted to. But in actuality, it worked a hell of a lot better than I wanted to. We do the show and, and, you know, it it was a massive show for any of you guys that, that haven't watched it. If you would like to Zicky Dice's outlandish paradise is still available on Twitch. You can go to twitch.tv slash Zicky Dice and you can still watch this show in its entirety. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody because I think that it was a very entertaining show. The matches themselves were very good. The Battle Royal was very long. My biggest complaint about the actual matches is that that Battle Royal went like 10 minutes too fucking long. But I was able to take that 10 minutes and get Zick Dicey over. And from everything that I've seen on Twitter and Reddit the last 12 hours or so, it fucking worked. I haven't seen a negative thing about Zick Dicey. I, I woke up this morning to several Instagram and Twitter DMs of people just putting me over and telling me how much they loved it. I actually, let me read. I actually, so, so Grand Pooh Bear never saw my face. He didn't actually get to see the real me. He didn't get to see Rob at all whatsoever. I think he heard my normal voice once or twice before we got started, but he was only familiar with the puppet. So I messaged Grand Pooh Bear last night. I said, Hey brother, I was Zick Dicey. It was a pleasure working with you tonight. Hope to do it again sometime. He messaged me back immediately and says, holy shit, my God, you were amazing. Like fucking comedy gold. (laughs) And I told him, you know what? That's awesome. It worked out better than I could have hoped for. He said, legit, 
one of the absolute highlights. And that's very high praise. Thank you so much, Grand Pooh Bear, for, for the kind words. And then I, I get a text message from Zicky Dice this morning where he tells me, you got the puppet over. Thank you. Good shit. Everyone said you had good timing and stating character. I haven't heard a single negative review yet. So I might have a future in this business as this fucking puppet. I don't know. I've still got him at the house right now. I, uh, I hope that at some point this week I can go to Zicky's house and drop him off because my wife is getting tired of looking at the puppet in the office every time she comes in here to work. It was a rough Friday. Like I said, I had a lot to be upset about. Saturday, once we got rolling and once we you know, understood the assignment, whether we liked it or not, we did the best that we could with what we had. And I think that that team came together and I think that it was solid considering everything. All of the complaints that anybody had online were all things that the wrestling guys knew was going to be a problem. And a lot of them were things that we addressed with the Twitch people. Hey, this is going to be a problem. And look at that. They wound up being a problem. Love to say I told you so. A lot of people say I hate to say I told you so. Not me. I fucking love telling people I told you so. So, Twitch, I told you so. You know, I wake up today. This is Sunday, like I said. I, I wake up this morning thinking that, you know, all right, this weekend's finally over. I can finally rest and relax. I've got Terminus coming up at 4.30 today. I can't wait to watch that. Johnny LaCuasso is going to be doing interviews on that show, to my understanding. So I, I bought it on Fight, ready to watch. And then I get a text message from Zicky that says, hey, brother, I need a favor. Can you bring Enzo to the airport at noon today? Well, fuck, it's snowing in Georgia, and we don't exactly get snow out here very often. These motherfuckers don't know how to drive in it. What am I saying? I don't fucking know how to drive in it either. But yeah, whatever, I'll take Enzo to the airport. (laughs) And I get, he gives Enzo my number, and Enzo texts me, and uh, he says, hey man, you think we can leave a few minutes early? I want to go to Waffle House. So I fucking... Me and formerly known as Enzo Amore are hanging out at fucking Waffle House a couple of hours ago before I go and drop him off at the airport. And, and you know what? I, I, had a very, I had a very interesting time with Enzo. We, we talked a lot, and he told me some neat stories. He told me the story about the whole Ring of Honor thing with him and Cass that happened at Madison Square Garden. I'm obviously not going to talk about any of that because that's his story to tell. I don't know... How much of that is public knowledge? I don't think very much of it is because I've never heard any of this that he told me today. But I do hope that one day maybe he does a show or something and, and he talks about that in detail because it was it was very entertaining and uh, very interesting story. And yeah, Enzo's a cool cat. So I, uh, I dropped him off at the airport. He fucking got control of my phone and got on YouTube and pulled up a bunch of his new music because... He said, hey, man, we're brothers in the business. Brothers got to support brothers. You know what I'm talking about? It's so odd that I capped the weekend off with Enzo in my fucking car, and I'm just hearing the puppet's voice the whole time he's talking. So, But, yeah, he, he played me some of the new music he's working on. And and you know what, guys? Go go on YouTube and check this stuff out. Get it on Spotify. Uh, I think Real One is his, is the name that he's using. It's, it's actually pretty solid stuff. You know, I, I had a good time hanging out with Enzo this past couple of hours. He bought me breakfast at Waffle House today. Uh, super nice guy. Thank you so much for everything, Enzo, if you listen to this. I know you're not. But, yeah, it's it's been a very long weekend. And, you know, in conclusion, if there's anything that I want to add about Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise, it's this. I think that all the boys and girls on that show did a fantastic job. Uh, there was a lot of people coming in on the production side that – didn't know anything about wrestling and I've never shot wrestling before. And I think that considering 
what we had to work with. I think they did a fine job. Yes, I was very critical about some things. Yes, there were some things that I knew we could have done better, but that's not the fault of the people that were doing them. That was the fault of the people that made decisions. And I think that coming out of this, if the people that made those decisions haven't learned that, hey, maybe these other guys were onto something whenever they told us how we needed to do things, then something's got to change if we do an Outlandish Paradise Part 2. Like I said earlier, on Friday, I didn't know if I wanted to do a Part 2. I know that Zicky has plans. He wants to do multiple of these at least once a year, maybe a couple of times a year. Friday night, I didn't know if I wanted to be a part of Part 2. Right now, here we are, Sunday afternoon. It's 2.53 as I look down at my clock. Just changed to 2.54, actually. But uh, you know what? I, I don't think I have a choice. I think I have to be a part of part two because from what I understand, Zick Dicey is over more than ever with that community. And I want to thank you to everybody who has sent me kind messages, everybody who's put me over on social media or put the puppet over, I guess. But they, a lot of them still don't know it's me. And that's fine. You know, I, I wanted to... I wanted to pull the curtain back as much as I safely could these past few days because I want people to know. I want people to be able to put my face with this puppet because, you know, if there's if there's opportunities in the future, if somebody needs a funny commentator, they I want people to be able to go, oh, get the guy that plays the fucking puppet because, you know, I don't think that Zick should be getting all of my bookings. You know what I mean? So I, I wanted to pull the curtain back a little bit. And that's why I wanted to talk about it here on this episode of Main Event Heat with you guys. Once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. If you watched Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise, I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you have not watched it yet, you can check out the replay at twitch.tv slash Zicky Dice. Look at the past broadcast and it will be right there. Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise. Thank you so much to my good friend Zicky for thinking about me. Thank you so much to Johnny LaQuasto and Graham Pooh Bear for being great broadcast colleagues. And thank you to everyone that made this show possible. This was one of the biggest weekends of my life. It started off as one of the most fucking frustrating weekends of my life, but I think it was a success nonetheless. If you would like to write into Main Event Heat with questions about Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise, feedback, if you want to put over the fucking puppet, whatever you want to do, you can do so by sending an email to maineventheat at yahoo.com. If you would like to follow me on social media, you can do so by finding at SweetSexyRob on Twitter and Instagram. If you would like to support the show, the best way to do that is to pick up a t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash robweathers. And once again, thanks for hanging out. <clears> Thank <throat>